Well, this week, the NASCAR Cup Series took a scenic vacation out to wherever they were. St. Louis. St. Louis is in Missouri, right? Yeah. But in Illinois. Yeah. What is it? I think the track's like in Illinois, but it's kind of close to St. Louis. I, I have no idea. I don't know geology. I don't get paid enough to be able to know where that is. I was never good at fractions. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the quadratic formula. I I just can't. I just can't get that to figure out where that place is. I don't even know how to say the Pythagorean Pythagorean theorem. The Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, that thing. I don't even know how to say it, let alone do it. Is it a plus A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Well, Something you obviously like didn't get A plus. I don't Anyways. know. I was actually pretty good at math until I stopped trying in senior year of high school. <laughs> And then I wasn't as good for some reason. Anyway. My senior year, we had COVID, so I didn't have to try. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the world's worst NASCAR podcast. I'm your host, Turnpike. I'm Green. And today we're going to be going over all of these. Why are you the host and I'm not? Shut up. (laughs) Know your place, trash. Okay, well, maybe if we hosted this show at your house, you could be the host. Oh, okay. We can do that. I don't care. You can no. get up and get at my house. I'm not going to your house. Why not? Because I don't want to. You think I want to be here? Yes. Okay. You, you're you here every week. Whether or not you're on time, I feel like there's not. a public obligation at this point. Yeah. I mean, we have like t- two people that listen, and they would be really disappointed if uh, you weren't here. So. Yeah. Got to do it for the fans. Okay. Well, we, okay. This is important. We don't have fans. We have listeners. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one that is an actual fan of the show. We have people that listen to the show. Anyways. Anyway, we were at Worldwide Technology Gateway. We were not. We were not. The Cup Series were. This is a thing every week. I and know. By we, I mean NASCAR, and that's what I mean. But every week you point it out. Well, we, I just, as I'm like. NASCAR. I'm like, no. <laughs> we, as in NASCAR, were okay. at Worldwide Technology Gateway. All right. I mean, I think it, the technical name is Worldwide Technology Race, Raceway, Raceway at, Gateway. at Gateway. But for the sake of convenience, Gateway. Gateway. What a great name for a racetrack. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I was a little curious. It's just iconic. It's just Gateway. They're running the Gateway. I was surprised when they announced the date because, you know, they have that opening and turn, or not in turn, in the backstretch where the road course comes in. And I was like, yeah, there's no way. But they, they figured it out. They got yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Good anyway, racing. It, yeah, it was a great race. We'll get the, into that a little bit later. And we cannot forget that we also had Xfinity at Portland. That was also fun. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the Xfinity series at Portland. Um, <laughs> I didn't get to watch it, but I watched watch the highlights. <laughs> and I saw lap one, turn one, and I, you saw me watching it. I died laughing. I just, it just kills me that every time we have a possibility for some rain road course racing, it's always the Xfinity series that gets stuck with it. So, you know what's funny? is it took me a second to put some pieces together. I listened to DBC the other day, and they talked about somebody wrecking before they took the green at Portland. Well, I see the highlights reel, and I see them coming to the green, guys waving the green flag. I'm like, there's only like 20 cars there. What's up with that? They all wreck, and then I start seeing the rest come because of the wreck that I heard from about the other day. It's like these guys are wrecking on yellow, and they're wrecking in turn one all over the place. It was just the first lap was insane. It it was it was a great race, I would think, in 
the great waste like reasoning of like it was kind of bad but it yeah. was bad in a very entertaining way that yeah. made it a great race there's two different kinds of bad there's like martinsville bad where it was just like dude or coda the the first the debut race at coda where it was bad but it was like dangerous not entertaining bad and then there's like the Daytona road course a couple years ago where that one lap had like nine cars run off the road. Yeah. Like that's bad but entertaining. So this is a perfect storm. You have the Xfinity series, which is second tier. It's not the best drivers. I really do, like it's second tier in name only. I'll, I, that's what I want. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I think it's a better feeder series than the truck series is. Yes. Well, I take it back. I think that there's some guys in the truck series now that could whoop a lot of Xfinity series guys. Yes, but there's also more paid drivers in truck series, I feel like, than in Xfinity. Yeah. I just think that back-of-the-field drivers are back-of-the-field drivers no matter what yeah. kind of class you're in. But here's here's my point. You got the Xfinity series, so it's already not the top level. It's a new track. It's a new road course, to be more specific. They've run there before. Maybe in their ARCA runs? I think, yeah, I think ARCA's run there a couple ARCA's times. run there some. It's a pretty cool track, dude. It's, but a, it's a pretty cool track. I'm pretty sure that's only been an ARCA West race. I'm not sure that it's been a full ARCA race. But then, it's also raining. So everything that could lead to chaos in that race happened. Of course, there's always some beef in the Ar- in the Xfinity series, which I'm a big fan of. We like the beef. We, you know, I'm a, I'm a Wendy's fan. Where's the beef? In the freezer. In the freezer. Had a couple a couple incidents. There was an incident with Sheldon Creed. Sheldon Creed hit double birds on national television, which was pretty awesome. You had a Wooji versus Ty Gibbs, and it wasn't even a versus scenario. It was just a That was dumb. Oops. That was a mega oops. Made a big oopsie. He got a Wooji'd. He got a Wooji'd. And um we've talked about Jesse Awuji before, and I will I will my opinion will not change on Jesse Awuji. As a dude and a person, he is incredible. He's one of the nicest. I talked to him at Daytona. One of the nicest guys I've had the ability to talk to. He's a veteran. You know, always. You know, thank. You know, I'm so grateful for Jesse Woozy's service to this country. He's bad at driving, but he's not a great driver. But I think it's super cool with him and Emmett Smith having that team. I was there for the Daytona Truck Race where they were, you know, in the Xfinity race where they were kind of introducing that. I would, I'd love him to be in NASCAR. I think he's a great ambassador for NASCAR, and I really want that 34 team to continue to improve. But I don't think Jesse needs to be the driver. Yeah, and yeah. I say that with love in my heart. I love Jesse. He's a super dude. It just hurts that he's not a better driver than he is. Yeah, um, I agree wholeheartedly. Now, here's an interesting thing I want to kind of bring up. Portland, Oregon to Charlotte, North Carolina. Long way. Long way. There's not a team in that garage that made money, I don't think, this week. I don't think, unless you're maybe colleague that won. That's even borderline. Yeah, I mean, it's just... This is a losing money with, venture for all those guys. Now, and, if this was, like, a couple years ago when gas was dirt cheap... Yeah. Probably. But making that trek now... Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's brutal, man. Ain't so, no way. I'm a little confused about what I think about this. Because the track's good. The that's, track was great. Yeah, I like that track. It's a great track. It's a cool event. The area around the track is a little sketch to bring a top-tier sporting event to, in my opinion. The money just doesn't work out for the Xfinity teams. I'm very curious if this winds up back on the schedule again because track's awesome. Cup will not go there because of the area around it. It just doesn't suit 
a top tier sporting series in my my opinion. So I don't I don't think Cup will end up on the schedule there, but I'll be very curious to what the decision is with the Xfinity series or two if NASCAR makes some changes to maybe that weekend's purse to make it worth it, you know? I enjoyed the track. I think it's a cool track. And of course me being a being a road course guy, I'm always liking more road courses. Um all in all, yeah, I think the purse would need to change. And I think, you know, it's one of those tracks that, like any road course, and any track in in general, any track in general, you have to be able to get practice on that track and learn that track. Yeah. You know, it's not just a thing where you just throw them out there and you expect everyone to have perfect racecraft on it from the, the drop of the green. Oh, yeah. Which is which is just unreal unrealistic. So ha- have them run it for a while. If you do this racetrack two or three years in a row and nothing gets better, then no. But, yeah, for now, I say, yeah, go back. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. To me, it just all depends on the finances of the teams and how if they come back at NASCAR saying, hey, we we, we won't do this, or if they're okay with it. And uh, I don't know how stable owning Xfinity teams is right now. I assume it's fine, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see if anything comes of it, but there's another race this weekend. Yes. Cup Series at Gateway. Another new track. forgot about the most important race of the weekend. The Truck Series? The IndyCar race at Belle Isle. Woo! Yeah, all 30 people that watched. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that later. We will talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, that was also a great race for IndyCar guys. Last race at Belle Isle because they're moving to downtown Detroit. Oh, they're moving the course. Yes. Oh, yes, they're moving. No, well, they're they're setting up a street course in Detroit. I thought Detroit was already a street course. No, when is D- Detroit the one they do the double header? I don't remember. Uh, if you asked me thirty seconds ago, I could have told you, but as soon as you asked, my mind has just went blank. All right, that sounds so, like most of your brain all yeah. the time. So, uh, yeah, it's me. I'm all not the time. too surprised. Anyway, we'll talk more about that later. But, yeah, that was also a race that happened this weekend. Good to talk about the truck race. I didn't really think anything was super important in the truck race, other than the fact that Chandler Smith's teammates absolutely hate him. And if it wasn't for his teammates hating him, he would have at least three more wins. <laughs> Just saying that right now. Oh, Lordy. Corey Heim walled him on that final restart for Corey Heim to get that win. The race should have been between Chandler Smith and Christian Eckes, really. But uh, Corey Heim came out on top. That's his second win of the season, I believe. Uh, you know, him and him and Ty Gibbs just get thrown in series and just win incredible off the bat. So Yeah. You wait I'm, for those boys to get at it in the cup series. I mean, I don't I don't watch all the truck series races because just quite frankly I don't got the time to. But if you're gonna buy a ticket to a race, sometimes that's the best value you're gonna get because you get a show. Yep. And they're a lot cheaper than cup tickets. So <laughs> yeah. If you're looking at going to a race at a NASCAR major series race and you can't you see the number for the ticket for a Cup Series race and cry a little bit, go for the Truck Series, even Xfinity. But to me, trucks are going to be your your top value. It's going to be a good time. I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention the Chandler Posovar incident. Um, remember yes. last week? Remember literally last week when we talked about response times from, from crews? I don't think there was an issue here, though. A dude like was in like screaming pain, and it took them like three and a half minutes to get to him. He put the window net down. I mean, and they, a, yeah, yeah, they yeah, don't have, they don't have that many people over there. They have, they're not going to have twenty people at each corner. Of course, they. He was sitting in the middle of the track with his window nut down, so they got the people that were out of the way first because they don't need people blocking the track there. 
It's just the quickest. They could be hurt just as likely as anyone else could in that wreck. They just go. Well, did they not see the? Did they not see him get absolutely t-boned in the driver's side? Right. I about don't know where if they was. saw it or not. Do you see when we're at a racetrack and we're sitting? Let's say we are at Tri County this week. Yeah. Turn one. Do you see every wreck that's in front of you? Well, no, but this is exactly. not. This is not a NASCAR sanctioned event with giant jumbotrons everywhere. There's not giant or no, jumbotrons or, or there's there. nobody in their ear saying, hey, the 42 truck just took a massive hit. Go, no, go, race go control doesn't say that. They because, don't have anything. No, they don't They don't point out the big hits. They just say, you got three-car incident, turn three. Because at the same time, the, the point I'm trying to make is that there are all kinds of places for your eyes to go looking. It's easy for us who see the replays to go, Oh, well, duh, they need to go to the 42 truck first. If those guys were talking, or if, even if they were watching a different truck when that hit happened, they don't know. You're def- I don't think it's defensible, though, being like, well, they didn't know. Well, but no, here's what I'm think, saying. I they went to the other truck. terrible. They went to the other trucks first. It was just he, by bad luck, was the third truck they went to. See, that can't happen. That needs to be a, that, that cannot happen. What do you mean? That is, I mean, what if he was in, like, I mean, he was. He should have left hurt. the window net up. So it's. His, I guess it's his fault then. Yes. Yeah, stupid driver. What are you thinking? You just got hit. Driver's side. You're in agonizing pain, and you're probably flailing around in the car for because you're hurting so then bad. Leave the window. Stupid net up. driver. Yeah, blame it. Yeah, blaming it on the driver. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I do. That's a. That is. Mm. Okay. I don't have a problem with how they respond. That is wild. That is okay. That's yeah, fine. You, you what is what does you putting your that. window net mean? I mean, I guess it's it's kind of the universal symbol for I'm, not I'm okay. dying. I don't know why you put it down. If he was in that much pain, I don't know why you put your window net down. Now that was probably just routine, you know. It's just when you wreck, well, you know, you throw your window net down. His adrenaline was probably pumping through his face at that moment. Yeah, especially if you're hurt and your adrenals start pumping, you you do stuff that you have no. Your body just does things. Yeah, it's like if you ever you've we've all been in the situation where there's some idiot on the road, and you pull and you like have avoiding action before you've even realized what happened, because your adrenals and your your mind of yeah. fixes that problem before you've even comprehended that there's a problem. Yeah, you know I'm I'm sure it's something to do with that. But 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 to me I don't have a problem with how that was handled. I have I mean. It's it's a bad situation. They came in from the infield. There's two cars in the infield bad and situation. one that was in the middle of the track. Bad situation. They just happened to go to the ones in the infield first. I mean, I don't think that's I don't think it's defensible. I think we need to figure out something where they can be like, "Hey, well, oh, the yeah. only answer is have more people there." I'm up for that. And if yeah. that the, the the thing is, they probably have the amount of people that financially makes sense for that event. I guess. I'm not I'm not saying that we should just make everybody sit there forever. But from what I saw, I did not see a problem with how they handled it because he put his window net down, and that means I'm okay. If that was adrenaline, that was adrenaline. All those safety workers have to go on, go off of, is is that window net up or down? The two cars in the infield were out of the way. They could safely just directly run to those cars with the um, 42 up top. You'd have to get get the truck up there so that there's flashing lights saying, hey, there's people here, watch out, you know? I don't have a problem with how that was handled. It it sucks that he's hurt. It sounds like he may not be back in the car for a little while. I don't have a problem with how the safety crew handled that at all. I'm just hoping for a quick recovery for him because I think it might be something broken in his foot. Um, yeah. 
there hasn't been a ton of updates, but of course, you know, he doesn't have to say anything. <laughs> quite yeah, quite yeah. frankly, we have no right to know. Yeah. But uh, but still, bad bad accident. To me, less news is more bad news than good news. So I guess. So. Be praying. That'll be hopefully he's back in the truck soon. Yeah. I mean, he's probably the the brightest one of the brightest talents in the truck series right now. Yeah, he's awesome. So I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big host of our guy. Um, so hopefully he will be back very very soon. Quick recoveries uh, for for Carson. But yeah, Corey Heim comes out on top, wins a race. Uh, no thoughts on Corey Heim. He's just, I mean, he's he's obviously killing it. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I told you I don't watch very many truck races. I've heard that name a few times, but I have no idea what he looks like or how good he is. <laughs> I think he's 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 made a handful of starts and he's already won two races, even though he's part time. Yeah, he won at Atlanta earlier this year, and CKBM? then he KBM. Yeah, he runs in the fifty-one. I kind of figure if there's a part-time guy that I haven't heard of yet, it's probably at KBM. <laughs> yeah, it's probably KBM. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, KBM's like the place for people like that. Um, yeah. Well, that being said, Sunday, 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 <laughs> Worldwide Technology Raceway Cup Series. Yep, that was a race. That was a race. It happened. Enjoy Illinois three hundred. I'm out. Did you realize the last number there? Three hundred. Three hundred. That was three hundred. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like that race miles. probably should have been a little longer. Really? Yeah, like it just it just felt a little short uh, for like runtime. You know, not like you know that's kind of funny yet. because you're the one that called well, for no, like I, two and a half hour it's races. Like, it's like it just I, I think part of it is I'm not that was used like to three and a half hours. Yeah, I'm not used to races being. It just felt short. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, is there are some races that are like we'll say 300 miles that are 300 mile races, but they feel long. Texas most people. Yeah. Ca- like cautions for crashes, all that stuff. It makes the runtime very long. Yeah, this was a race that was three. You know, it's three and a half hours, but it was. It felt. It felt a lot shorter than that. Yeah, I mean, it seems. Yeah, I think that's about what races should be. Yeah, but it was. I'm just used to. I guess after the Coke 600 and everything, I'm like, man, that went by fast because it I wasn't six hours. I think everything but Coke 600, 7500, Daytona 500. Should be a 300-mile race, basically. I mean, Kansas, 350. Um, I think this race would have been great if it was a 350. I think yeah. if they had a little bit longer, I think... 350 might be the sweet spot. I think 350 is the sweet spot. 400 is like, well, that's a little bit too much. 300 is like, ah, it's a little bit too... <laughs> not enough. Here's the thing. 350 to 300 miles be the norm. Mm-hmm. Brickyard 400 comes back. Yep. I want that so bad. I want to at least try it. Yeah. I think with the new car, I think it'd be great. I'll be sad if they don't at least try it for next year. I think schedule should be coming out sometime in the next couple months. Um, but Brickyard 400 and then all the other Crown Jewel events. I think short track races at like Martinsville and Bristol, I don't necessarily have a problem with 500. Bristol needs to stay 500 for at least the night race. Um, Martinsville, did you like the 400 better or the 500 do you think so here's 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 the thing the 400 was not a good race at martin yeah it was i mean it just it just wasn't but the 500 wouldn't have been either the 500 would have been an extra 100 miles of that you know yeah. so 500 wouldn't have made it better 400 kind of seems more <laughs> uh more merciful for that race yeah but it's it goes back to that thing of like what my main thing is is runtime total not mileage yeah is how long are you going to sit down and watch the race? 
Yes, uh, that so is one that's, point. That's but hard because you cannot control that. Yeah. A 300-mile race with a ton of cautions will be worse and longer than a 400-mile race with that's a clean race. And you really can't you can't dictate that. That's just how the cards fall. That That is the tricky thing because I don't think anyone in NASCAR really wants a timed race. I don't well, like no, that. No, 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 no. I, I would, under no circumstance, want a timed race. It's just one of those things that's like, for a good race... It ends an hour too early. If it's a great yeah. race, oh, my, I'm so mad that's over. If it's a bad race, it's an hour too long. And that's just the luck of the draw of it. And, like, my thing isn't, you know, necessarily reducing mileage or whatever. It's when we go under caution, and this goes back to what we talked about, safety teams. That's where my focus is. Yeah. Is why do we have eight caution laps? <laughs> yeah. Why is it not caution through the track is cleaned up? Super, super fast. Of course, you can't do that every time, depending on the nature of the wreck. But just yeah. speeding up cautions, not taking extra caution laps more than you need to, stuff like that. That's so, just getting back to the racing. Green flag time is what I'm yeah, going the, for. Yeah, the trick with that is, is you've got wreck cleanup. Pits are closed for the first lap of yellow, at least. Maybe the second to get everyone in the same pack. So there's two laps right there. Then you have two laps of pitting, one for lead lap, then for lap down cars so that's four laps under yellow then you got two to go which they'll give you got one to go with the choose rule that's six laps right there if cleanup is flawless and it's one that is an interesting dynamic of how to get the green out quicker but it's not an easy answer to that no there's not i don't and i don't necessarily know if there is an answer to that it's just one of those times it's just one of those things my problem isn't with man that's races had way too much green flag racing (laughs) <laughs> My problem is we haven't been racing because we've had so many cautions and they take yeah. so long to clean up. That's what I think people are actually making the point of is yeah. because if it's green flag racing, I don't care how long. You know, it's like, wow, you're like you're not paying attention. It's when it's caution number 12 and there are six lap cautions. Yeah. And you've been you haven't seen racing in half an hour because there's been cautions after yeah. caution after caution. That's what people are mad about. Yeah. Not oh, man, they went green flag racing for 80-something laps and then, you know, whatever. And that's that's my point. Yeah. So, gateway-specific time now. Ross Chastain is a menace to society. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ross Chastain needs to learn how to mind his manners. So. Gosh, that was that was something else. I'm, I'm usually a watermelon man when it comes to Ross, but uh, <laughs> he, was, he was having some fun there in St. Louis. Ross Chastain added some much-needed entertainment to that race. And here's my thing. I have no problem with him going out there and driving like an absolute moron. And I have no problem with people in their cars telling him he's driving like an absolute moron. Police it yourself. I'm all for that. (laughs) Denny Hamlin. Yeah, and Chase Elliott. Like, I'm all up for you going out there and making an absolute fool of yourself. I am also all for the drivers around you showing you how big showing of a fool you how big you of a fool you are. Yeah, if you're out there messing around, I am pro messing around and I am pro finding out. <laughs> yeah, call back to our episode. Mess around to find out. You know, mess 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 around to find out. It was a great episode. It, it is an episode. It's an episode that we had the podcast. It will be there. We make a podcast. Yeah, so that's kind of my thing. Is I'm all up for aggressive driving and people getting in there too aggressive and making. A, a big oopsie, and I'm all for people that go up to them making and another oopsie. Tell them how big of an oopsie they made. That's entertainment. That is that is pure entertaining racing. Of course, I'm the guy that's like entertainment, but that's kind of how I feel about it. 
Yeah. I loved Ross Chastain getting in there too hot and wrecking Chase Elliott. I loved Chase Elliott hitting him back. Entertaining. What do you think Thumbs about uh, NASCAR's comment to Denny? <laughs> You've made your point. And then Denny coming back laughing. No. <laughs> yeah. I think that's hilarious. I think that's a good time. Um, funny, yes. And, of course, if he was going to go out there and, like, pull that Kyle Busch thing where he slammed that truck under caution, then, uh, no, that 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 is too far. But yeah. why? I just don't want NASCAR to get involved. Just don't get involved. Unless he's going out there endangering the life of another driver, don't get involved. Yeah, exactly. That's, someone and else, I'm a little worried someone that else they will are. get involved. I am a little worried they are going to get involved. That's Well, you called for it not too long ago. You called for NASCAR involvement. I don't know. It's a tricky thing because the thing that I have a problem with is just demolishing a guy for a win with nothing else and not even giving him the chance to race for it. This is a situation where a mistake was made and you're paying back for a mistake. I don't my See, thoughts I would on this be much more weird. inclined to getting mad at somebody for wrecking somebody for the win than like that payback. Yeah. Cuz that's different. If you're racing hard and you're just over aggressive and you junk somebody, that's I don't mind that. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that you're the one calling for NASCAR to get involved for people wrecking each other for the win. But you're like, I don't want them to get involved for people wrecking each other for 35th place. See, I don't have a problem with that one. That's why. That's why I have a problem with either of them. Yeah, I am. Well, here's the thing. Pro it, either it's, of them. If it's if there's obviously like malicious stuff going on and someone's trying to write write send somebody into the wall, you know, right hook somebody, then there obviously needs to be something done there. But stuff like this, where Ross sent it too much. Send Denny in the wall, and Denny's playing his games there. As long as he's not doing something that's literally going to kill Ross, I'm fine with it because it's retaliation. Ross made a you're mistake. You're fine with retaliation, but you're not fine with go, going for the win? I'm good with going for the win. I'm not good no, with you dumping said, the person in front of you for the win. See, I, So it's it's the same move, but you're just different about it depending on where it happens? You have some weird rules. I don't know. It's just you I have some really weird rules. Someone who dumps somebody intentionally for the win, yes, does not sit right with but me. But payback does not bother you. No. So dumping somebody for the win to win the race, that's bad. Yes. But hooking somebody into the wall, that's okay. I know. No, what if I they're going want, for the win? I and literally just payback? said I don't want them hooking them in the wall. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I did. You're a massive hypocrite. Is what you? That is so wild to me. I don't want you wrecking people for the win, but I do want you wrecking people in 35th. I don't necessarily want it, but I'll have less mm. of a problem with it if it's mm. in response to a racing okay. incident yeah. before. But what if what if the wreck for the win is in response to a racing incident before? Then I have less of a problem with it. So you <laughs> I do not as want long their, as payback I don't is want, involved. You're I don't okay. want driver A yeah. I don't want driver A to race a clean race the entire time, battling for the win with driver B and driver B to just be like, Okay, thanks for racing clean all day, you're gone. So, and he f- driver so you only want 40th. people to wreck each other with malicious content, like intent. If there is, if you did something dumb earlier in the race, wow, you had it coming. If you didn't do something Green dumb in the is race, pro you wrecking shouldn't. people. Yes, I did not. I never imagined that. I know I'm pro wrecking people, but now you're pro wrecking people too. Which is See, funny. we're both we're both the same. We're both pro wrecking people. Yeah, I just like to see good racing at the end. I not do. Just a spin. I, do. I like to see good racing. I mean, you're you're not winning this. I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking about. <laughs> I don't know. I, 
Bad takes with green. So with that has been this, this, is, this has been this week's bad takes with green. I don't understand Tune in what next you're week to see about. green have even more bad takes. I have the best takes, dude. If Na- if you ran NASCAR, NASCAR would have died tw- thirty years ago. No. Oh yeah, dude. Not at all. You, every bit of NASCAR that is fun and entertaining, Dylan hates it. No. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Why on earth do you think just dumping someone in turn one on the last lap is good? Because you're going for the win. So you just send them? You don't give them a chance? Yes. That's the intimidator that mentality. That is the w- intimidator mentality. The ghost of Dale Earnhardt is clapping every time you send somebody into the wall to win the race. Thank I'm, you, Thank I'm you genuinely Dale. hurt by the fact that you thank think you, that's a good racing. It's entertaining. I'm pro-entertainment. I'm pro-racing. I'm pro. Oh, I'm pro both. I just think it's, no, you're not because is, you just said you want to dump the guy in front of you for the win instead of racing. That's the culture of NASCAR. That's not good. That is the culture of NASCAR. No, the culture of NASCAR is a bump and run. <laughs> yes, you bumped him into the wall and you ran away. That's not what the bump and run's supposed to be, and you know it. So you okay? Well, we need to redo the the we need to redo the title on that because a bump and run is to me bump and run is bumped gone. What you're talking about is a light tap and lightly press on the gas. You're not running at all. You are lightly tapping and walking up beside them. Yes. That is a pansy maneuver. <laughs> Bigger pansy than just dumping him pansy. in the wall? No. It, I'm going to give you a little tap. Oh, please don't be mad at me. Oh, no. Pansy maneuver. <laughs> the purpose of the bump and run is not to wreck them. The it I- should be. The ideal bump and run, should, the two people involved should finish first and second. I, I mean, under in perfect circumstance, sure, but... And what it is is you move them up a lane, basically. Move them up a lane. Give me that bottom lane, boy. Exactly. And then it's up to them to gather it up and still beat you. And if they did, but that's see, good why would on you them. Gi- why would you give them a chance to beat you again? Because that's decent sportsmanship. But if I'm going to bump you, I'm going to make sure I bump you so hard that you can't get back to me. And this is why you would never be allowed on a racetrack. Yeah, because uh, I'd win all the time because I'd bump them so far away they couldn't get back. And to then me. you'd get punched in the face by all the other drivers. But I'd have a million dollars, so <laughs> not once they take it from you after they punched you. That is not how that works. <laughs> I'm just saying. Could you imagine this? It's like <laughs> after after the race, there's a fight, and like okay, so let's say it's like Sam Mayer. There's and like Tiger. a ring next to yeah. Victory Lane, and whoever whoever comes out on top like wins the actually check gets and the, the trophy. Purse. Yeah. <laughs> But they don't get like the winner share. Like they get like the whole per share. I'm just saying, there needs to be genuine racing and not just a race for second place on the last lap, so that you can dump first place. That is the biggest coward move, in my opinion, is to dump. Is it somebody a, in is the last it coward lap. and is it dirty? Uh, we've talked about this before. Yeah, it's a dirty move, but I don't. I'm not anti against it. I'm just so you're ne- for it. Next, yes, when next week comes around, guess who's going to get payback? If you bump, right. if you dump me. You better wait. When you're on that playoff cut line and you're making a pass, I might lose my brakes. You I hate you, everything you, you stand for. You, I, you don't know that. I mean, maybe maybe if you dump me to get into the playoffs, and I'm already in the playoffs, and we're at Talladega, and you make a slightly bad block, uh, 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 hey, man, he that's not my fault that he got sent into the grandstands. It wasn't my fault. He made a bad block. I'm just talking like that's – I'm okay with it. The least amount of rules and legislation that goes into it, that's what I'm for. Anyways, before we um, leave Turnpike's idiocracy. Ooh, that's a big word for you. 
the biggest word I think you've ever heard. I've ever I, heard you I'm say. I'm pretty proud of myself, honestly. I bet you can't say it again. Idiocracy. Oh, he got it twice. Yeah. I'll do it three times for Dale. Idiocracy. Oh. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> Dale but, is mad. Okay, so as we continue, Joey Logano got the win. Yay. No. <laughs> I'm okay with it. It's like, this is like second <laughs> week in a row. And actually, it's been like that several times this year, where there's been an absolute great race, and then someone I could care less about wins the race. And it's like, oh, that's tanks. I'm good with it. It's like, oh, w- William Byron's going to win Darlington? Oh, uh, Joey Logano. Oh, my goodness. This Coke 600 has been incredible. This is the greatest Coke 600, uh, Denny Hamlin. <laughs> Oh, and now dude, this Joey gateway, Logano. This gateway race has been incredible. Kyle Busch is going to win. Uh, oh, uh, it's Joey Logano. It's like the best movie ever, and then the ending is like garbage. Everyone <laughs> dies. Everyone dies. The end. They all woke up at the end. <laughs> it was a dream. Oh, my gosh. But good racing overall. What would you rate the race? Turnpike. Are we doing that now? Yes, we're going to do we're that right now. rating the race. I am going to say 85. 87. I was going to rate it a 90, but Joey Logano won, which reduces it by five points. It is now an 85. See, I don't have dumb biases like that, so mine was just 87 overall. How'd you get 87? Because 87. That's how good of a race I thought it was. <laughs> it was like an 87. Yes, that's that is in fact an 80. I'm just looking, just looking to me. It another way, like an if you're wondering, another way I thought about it was like if it was out of 10, this would be like an 8.7. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought mine was an 8.5. Oh, okay. No, you didn't. You thought it was a nine, but then you didn't like the winner. It's interesting that we're talking about like the sport and like what we should do, and everybody's like, oh man. Dale Jr. He's gonna he needs to be the guy. They need to put him in charge. Dale Jr. is gonna save the sport. He needs to get a cup team going, and he needs to save the sport. I'm gonna tell you the truth right now. Justin Marks and Denny Hamlin are doing everything that we hoped Dale Earnhardt Jr. would do. Trackhouse has been an immense success. Yeah. Justin Marks is an absolute legend at this point, and Denny Hamlin has had some absolute fantastic comments that has been very truthful and honest to NASCAR. Yeah. And that's what NASCAR needs is they need honest opinions. And not just that, they need them made public yeah. so that the pressure is on NASCAR at that moment. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. They're doing a great job with their their uh, respective organizations. I'm just out. I'm just saying, you know, Justin Marks is doing things, it's like out of this world good. The track house is very successful now. You know, I would consider them a pretty top team now. Um, when Daniel Suarez gets some luck, oh, you wait. I mean that that I could see a track house one two. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but absolutely. everybody's like, "Hey, man, Dale Junior's got to make a cup team." Of course, his ties with Rick Hendrick kind of make that hard because you know they're like the feeder team for for Hendrick. I think as long as some things happen with the next contract, he'll do it. Well, here's here's my thing, is you know he's always talking about money and sponsorship and stuff. It's like, how on earth do you expect me f- to believe that Justin Marks can go out and get more sponsorship than Dale Earnhardt Junior? Well, I don't think I don't necessarily think it's that. I don't think he wants to rely on it because the funny thing about Dale Jr. as much money as he has, he's such a frugal guy. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> like he he won't spend nothing. On, he won't spend money on very much. Sometimes it seems like. So I think it's just he doesn't want to be depending on it. You know, like yes, he can go get it, but he'd rather not be losing money on the deal. You know, if for whatever reason he can't get sponsorship. 
Yeah, and like, and that's that, that's respectable. But it's like if there was one guy that should be able to get that together, it should be Dale Jr. You know, I know my dad always talked about that. He always thought that Dale Jr. would bring Junior Motorsports to Cup and have Matt Kenseth drive it, which is a pretty good, which was a pretty good shout. I think that would have been cool. But yeah, they need. I mean, he needs to get up there. But Justin Marks has been an incredible ambassador for the sport. You know, we're talking about the 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 project and Kimi Raikkonen coming and running races and now Chastain's a two time winner that the, they have two wins Daniel Suarez if he gets a little bit of luck Daniel can get one here pretty soon yeah you know I think that they are on the right track and I think that hopefully it's showing other teams like hey you can do this if you get that charter you can make it and I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year or two we see some teams come in with no charter more open teams and they're going to be in a show every week anyway. Yeah. Now, if there was like 40-something cars attempting to qualify every week, yeah, you might want to get that charter. But hopefully, we won't have any more charters. <laughs> hopefully, we will get rid of the charters. Uh, they're, they're not going to get rid of the charters. No, they're worth too much money. To get yeah, that's that's not going to happen. Here's a question. I don't. Uh, did we? I think we've talked about this before. What actually is a charter? Is it a piece of paper? Is it an agreement? Is it just a yeah, sure kind of thing? Is there a physical charter? There, there's a piece of paper. There yeah. is a piece of paper. I'm ninety percent sure there's. Because I've always wondered that. Is this like a, like an agreement deal? Is this like a hey, like well, I mean, we have it, a spot to me, on a it's list? Just like a, it's like a title. I feel like yeah, you have a paper title. I guess I'm sure. I like didn't know that. if it was like a thing that was like on NASCAR's back end, where like they have like a list of charters, and they're like, hey, NASCAR, remove Chip Ganassi and replace that with Trackhouse or yeah. something. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's digital as well, but I'm sure there's a physical. Yeah, I could be wrong. I just always wondered about that. So yeah, interesting. All right, let's keep on trucking. RSO picks from Gateway. It's been a little heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, dude, you. I I was gonna cry. So okay, for those of you who may not have listened last week, Turnpike was in a rut. He was ninety points behind with not as good drivers as I have left, and he made a wager. He picked two drivers and said that if both of those drivers finished behind my driver. He would get no points and lose both drivers. But I think the wager was if you if they finish above them, you keep them. And I think I got zero points. I think was the wager. I couldn't read it. No, you no. I didn't even make that wager. It was kind of a poor wager. Like it was loaded against me. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But now I've got to decide if I'm going to hold you to that because yeah, he gets the ultimate say in what happens. Because to my you drivers. did this to yourself. I did. This was all or nothing. And this is whether I want to make this a feasible thing i could give you tyler reddick's finishing position yeah, you, you hold you four. hold all the cards because according to the stipulations i could get zero points yeah or and I, lose both and the drivers lose both my drivers or you could just and i would get like fourth place or sixth place points whatever i ended up finishing yeah and or you could say well i'll take out this drive and let you keep that guy or you can keep none of them or you can have points for one driver but not the other one. it's my fate is entirely in your hands at this moment. Okay, so, so here's the thing. Either way, you're going to be, at the best, like 95 points behind me. Yeah. So that being said, I want this to be, at least have the chance of a competition later in the year. So here's what I'm going to do. Do something a little unprecedented, and probably is not the best for a organized thing to do. But Hey, don't let the viewers know, but like, there's no way I'm getting my way back in this. Yeah, so... so this really doesn't matter. Yeah, so I'm actually going to let you keep both the drivers. Yay. I'm going to give you Tyler Reddick's points. Yay. And that'll be it. Yay. So... Not the worst. Next time Woo. you... Next time you make a wager like that, I will hold you to it. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you should probably put it against me in some way. (laughs) You lose your left leg or something. You lose something. That took you a while to come up with, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) I know better than to wager my left leg on a stock car. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, there's. Oh no, I'm amputated because the toe link. (laughs) There's old one foot Jimmy back again because he made a (laughs) made a deal. He thought that Ricky Rudd was going to win the championship, and he didn't. He lost his leg. <laughs> Gosh. what you get for betting on Ricky Rudd. <laughs> I don't know why I just went after Ricky Rudd. I have no problem with Ricky Rudd. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Anyways. That's the first name that came to mind. All right. <laughs> Gosh. That being said, with my gracious offer to you with the wager, we're now sitting with Green at 401 points. You ready for this? Turnpike 336. Nice. Woo! That's what we like to see. Yeah. So that is a major, major deficit. That's I'm not going to lie. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Hold on. Where would this... Wait, how many points did you have? 401. That would put you P11 in the NASCAR Cup Series. 401, that would put you below Christopher Bell at 434. And that's without stages. That's without stages, yeah. Because those those points have stages. How many points did I have? Uh, three thirty six. That would put me P sixteen. Yeah. Are we racing for the championship? I don't think either of us. Are it's gonna be weird the when the playoffs start and they get three thousand yeah. points. <laughs> Dang, we're really behind. Gosh. Anyways, Turnpike's not gonna make it back. Just saying. Yeah. Dead. DOA. Bad time. That being said, we have some TV ratings to discuss. Um, NASCAR got 2.50, I think, 6 million viewers for Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway. Um, it was on FS1, so that's not it's not bad. That's about what you expect from an FS1, NBC Sports kind of deal. So I'd say average to good as far as TV ratings. But the thing I want to talk about is... Adam Stern tweeted out that about 330,000 people watch the IndyCar race that's on USA. That's not a that's not a great number. That's not good. <laughs> that is not good. So, IndyCar, for those of you who do not know, they usually hover at about a million viewers, give or take. We've had some better viewed races recently. Obviously, Indy 500 is not counted in that average. But a million is about what they get for a race and as many, especially motorsports fans, know NBC Sports Network shut down at the end of last year. So Rip. now, yeah, gone, but definitely forgotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I about forgot it. I didn't even realize it ended because I haven't had to watch it for anything. IndyCar and some NASCAR races are going to be on USA Network. When the races for IndyCar were on NBC, I think they were about four hundred to five hundred thousand. When NASCAR is on FS1 or NBC, about 2.5 million, 2 million. That's about where it hovers. So you'd say there's about a 50% cut between cable to, or the big networks to the sports networks. This is a basically a 33% of what they usually get. Not a good number. <laughs> no, um, I don't know what to say because... I think that NASCAR is going to be fine there. Here's the thing. I could be wrong, but I feel like more people seek out NASCAR than seek out IndyCar. But I feel like 
more motorsports fans will be like, oh, the IndyCar race is on. Switch to it because they see it on. I don't just scroll by and look at what's on on the USA Network. That is true, yeah. NBC Sports, I will scroll by and look because that's a racing channel. When IMSA races, it's there. When IndyCar races, it's there. That that's the thing. But with USA, you're not scrolling by looking for sports. So that is, yeah, that's that's a fair point. Yeah, I feel like more people seek out the NASCAR broadcast than seek out the IndyCar. But I feel like more motorsports fans will stumble upon IndyCar than they would NASCAR. Does that well, does the point I'm trying to make make sense? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I like obviously NASCAR is my number one. But if I find the IndyCar race on, I'm going to watch it, and I try to I try to watch as many of them as I can. What also did not go well for IndyCar was their green flag time was basically right on top of NASCAR's green flag time. Was it like 3:45? It was like 3:45, 3:50 for both of the the green flags. I yeah, turned on the IndyCar fault. race first, watched the first four laps, and then switched over to NASCAR for a while. Yeah, I was kind of sad. I I had I had a pretty rough week of picking people. And my favorite drivers, too. <laughs> yeah. Because, so, uh, IndyCar race, my favorite IndyCar drivers, uh, Joseph Newgarden, started on pole, ended up finishing fourth. Will Power came from, like, way back in the field to win the race. Now, you might not remember, this was the race last year where Will Power was dominating the race, had a red flag, parked it, and his car would not refire. That's how he lost the race I last year. I remember that. That's how he lost the race last year. Yep. So, he, uh, he came out and got his revenge race this time. And, of course, Will Power is, like, one of the greatest of all time for IndyCar. So, like, of yeah. course. But, uh, yeah, Joseph Newgarden finished P4. I switched over to NASCAR race when I was watching my <laughs> my pick of Kevin Harvick battle Kyle Larson. And I watched him get in front of Kyle Larson and then immediately get hit in the wall. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, my bet is going to pay off. And uh, It did not. And you're just as lucky I said and that, nice. As soon as I said that, there he went into the wall. That's how it goes, ain't it? Yep. It was rough. If F1 would have been racing this weekend, Charlotte Claire would have, like, died or something. I don't know. I had bad <laughs> luck. Well, maybe you'll have better luck next week. I hope Probably so. Probably not. So, we got Baku coming up this week. We'll have another great slate of races. Yeah, what? Baku. Azerbaijan. None Fast. of what you just said made sense. Here's how to think about Baku. It's in. It's in. <laughs> That's Azer- a funny name. <laughs> it sounds like a. It sounds like a planet in Star Wars. Yeah, they're on Baku this weekend. So here's how to think about. I want to know the logistics of getting there. <laughs> yeah, Baku is. Uh, it's kind of like the F1 equivalent of Daytona or Talladega. Yeah, it's like the closest they get to running on Bump a super. drafting. <laughs> it's as close as they get to running on a super speedway. There's like a two mile front stretch, and son, them boys go fast. King Lewis coming with the shake and bake. You remember that race uh, last year where he cooked that corner and he went off and he lost the race? No. Okay. Well, th- I I'll didn't sh- watch. I'll 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 do you a, a learn after this and show you that. But okay, it's a great racetrack. It's a super cool racetrack. Super super fast, and uh, there's some really tough tough sections in the back. Yeah. You work your way around, and then the front stretch is like, wow, like it is long. Yeah. <laughs> With DRS. It is a long front stretch. So, excited for that this weekend. And then I think, uh, what, we're going to Sonoma. 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 And good news, they have taken out the carousel. Yeah. So, I'm thinking this weekend's going to be, all in all, a pretty good ra- <laughs> weekend of racing, I hope. Yeah. So. If y'all if y'all don't know, the carousel is a part of Sonoma. It's the layout that other series use, I think, most of the time. Just for NASCAR, it doesn't work as well. It, it takes away passing zones, and it's not as good. So the configuration we are running 
this weekend will be what we ran before 2019. It's it's awesome. I love that track. Like whenever you do that, it's fun. So much fun. Okay, so let's let's go back just a little bit and let's talk about some more numbers. So did did you mention the FS1 rating for Gateway? Okay, yeah. So that came in at 1.47 rating, 2.5 million viewers. IndyCar not great, but the week beforehand for uh, Motorsports Day Christmas, those numbers were fantastic. Yeah, we've got they were up four percent, so a total of sixteen point five million people in the United States turned into at least one of them, which is great. Four hundred forty-two thousand watched at least part of all three, up to one hundred percent. If you're like me, I watched all three. So yeah, and of course my numbers don't count because I stream all of my races. Yeah, so that's wild. And then LA, Dallas, Tampa made the top five markets for all three. That means a top five market for NASCAR was Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, it's the biggest city like in America. So even if one out of every thousand people watch it, it's going to be in the top. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to mention that before we continued. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good thing to mention. But yeah, we're going to Sonoma this weekend. RSO picks for the Sonoma. Because I don't think, do we have any that much to say about Sonoma? Other than we should do it in the springtime because no, it looks pretty. It does look pretty, but I enjoy it's a gr- I enjoy it. It's, I think it's a super cool racetrack. Yeah, I'm of excited. course, me biased road course. Yeah, just get that out of the way. Biased because road course. I'll be more excited to see this one than I was Coda because yeah. I know this course yeah. better and I can watch the racing and yeah. pay more attention to how the genuine racing is rather than and trying see that's to where we're that's where we're swapped. Is I love Coda, but I am I mean I love Coda and I love Sonoma, but I am much more familiar with Coda than I am Sonoma. Yeah. So comes swings and roundabouts, I guess. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So we want to go ahead and jump into picks. Yeah, RSO picks. What we got? Dinger. The dinger. I'm taking the. Do you dinger. know for sure he's racing yes, this week? Yes. Okay. I'm fairly certain he's racing. Let me double check. Yeah, you better check that. That would be whole. <laughs> what if you picked him? <laughs> Didn't even race. Bad luck. Yes, AJ Allmendinger is running in the 16 this weekend. Okay. So I will take the dinger. He's not a full-time guy, so I don't eliminate more people from my full-time guy list. And it's a road course, so the dinger You're able always to has a good shot. At me? What are you going to say? Austin Sendrick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I picked him for Coda. Probably would have gotten a lot better if he didn't get spun on the second-to-last lap. Or was it like it's only a couple laps to go? He was way up there. And that's just my luck is he was doing fantastic, and he got spun. The one guy that got spun. Stupid. Stupid. Well, that should be a good battle to watch out because those are two really good road course racers. Oh, yeah, dude. They're both fantastic. We're going to have nobody for Indy Road because <laughs> we're taking all our guys that are good at road that courses. That is fair, actually. <laughs> it's gonna Cody be like... Ware versus Todd Gilliland. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. Actually, no, Cody Ware versus BJ McLeod. Oh, boy, I hope I pick Cody Ware because I think Cody Ware would be. Anyways. Oh, that's like, okay, it's like uh, Indy Road Course. It's like, all right, we have a Joey Hand versus Boris Said. For Gosh, that's terrible. I don't know. You could get away You could get away with some stuff. You could get away with, I mean, some people Shoot, you could, could about have picked Michael know. McDowell this weekend and yeah, got Yeah, that's true, yeah. We talked about that. I was on the LTC left turn Colt <laughs> thing last night, and we brought that up. Uh, yep, he was in the race. Yeah. <laughs> Michael McDowell led laps. He was He was looking pretty good. Well, we will remind you like we do every week. Short track racing is going around or going on. Is short, what? Tr- short tracks what? Short track racing is going on around you, no matter where you is. Not a lot of big touring series doing circle track racing this weekend. We got the ARCA series going to be at Iowa, ARCA West at Sonoma. Then obviously you got the truck and the cup at Sonoma. Um, trucks racing Sonoma is going to be cool. 
I didn't. I don't remember them doing that. Maybe they did, and I just have a bad memory. But that's gonna be a good time. But just because there's not a touring series going on around you does not mean there's not racing. That actually means you should more than ever go support your tracks because their weekly series is most likely racing. Yeah, truth. And th- those weekly series, they're not nothing to just pass over. They're they're usually really cool races. So you be sure to check those out. Other than that, are we good? Good at podcasts? No. Good at speaking? No. We're not good, dude. We're oh. very mediocre. Actually, this would be a great time to do some uh, viewer fan mail. So we have some viewer fan mail this week. You got some fan mail? Yeah, we got some. I, well, I wouldn't call it fan mail. Was it Todd or Jim? Because there's no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so here's some uh, great comments that I've received uh, for the show. Okay. It's uh, Green's takes are worse than Turnpike's picks. It's a great one. Who said that? <laughs> I'm not telling you who said that. And then uh, speaking with the same person, um, he said that y- he reminded you reminded him of a boomer. You said that you have boomer takes. You know, I think you've said that before, actually. Yeah, you sound like an old dude. <laughs> and then, like, he said, this is his exact quote. He said, he reminds me of a baseball purist FUD. The game needs to be played, quote-unquote, the right way, even though it's not fun to watch. Well, yeah. yeah well, he, I think he's just mentioning it's like that thing of, like, like traditionalism, which, I, like, I consider myself a neo-traditionalist. I love tradition and i think things need to be seeped in tradition but i think you can adapt them for a more modern audience or whatever yeah leave the essence the same like neo-traditionalism would be full course full course yellows stuff like that yeah and then also stuff that i'm really hard on full season points format yeah neo-traditionalism yeah is season points neo is not having full course yellows at road courses stuff like that so taking the old product and just making it improved you are just boomer (laughs) <laughs> you just have terrible opinions, and I just wanted you to know that. And he did too. I think what he's talking about is it's the whole concept that baseball is kind of going through now, of like baseball has been played the same way for a hundred something years. Yeah, you know, really, it really, and they're starting to tweak it and change it because viewership is, yeah, retention time is. You know, we live in the TikTok era where we watch videos for six seconds and then next one, next one, and sometimes we don't make it through next them one. before. No. We don't. I don't even make half the videos I watch. I don't even make it through, and you know it's one of the things that you have to adapt. Yeah, and you know that's the argument of baseball right now. Is people like you can't change how baseball's played, and it's like, well, if we don't change something, you know, people aren't people aren't watching. You know, and I think to obviously not to the same extent of NASCAR. Yeah, not anywhere remotely the same extent. Yeah, but just the same concept of well, it's been played this way since I was a kid. <laughs> well, okay, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, so viewership comments of the week. <laughs> Feel free to DM me on Twitter if you have any more rude things to say to either of us. Preferably something about, since we made green, made fun of green this week, somebody make fun of me this week. So No, they're just going to make fun of me. I mean, you're stupid. You're you're the so. one, you're the you're the nice one that, like, has the character. In the what do you people. mean nice one? I tell, I tell you to well, shut no, up you, on a weekly basis. Yeah, but you're the one that doesn't sound boring and so stuck on stuff. That is true. <laughs> Unless it's number placement, then dang it, I'm stuck on it. Oh my gosh, uh, it's ruined. Number placement looks fine. Where the it new is. die casts are coming out. Yeah, I'm so I'm so traditionalist. I like the numbers moved forward. Well, see, that's neo traditionalism. Neo traditionalism. Yep. So, anyway, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to the Right Sides Only podcast, the world's Absolutely. worst NASCAR podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Turnpike underscore. Follow me at RSO underscore Green. 
You can follow us on Instagram at Right Sides Only. And Twitter at Right Sides Pod. Yes, th- it is different. It is Right for, Sides Pod. For a long time, we said it was Right Sides Only Pod. That is not the handle for the Twitter. We said that wrong for at least 15 episodes. Yes. Very so if true. If you couldn't find us, that's why. Yes. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now just to just to double check that we are correct. Gosh, I can't believe we did I that. Can't, yeah, it's Right Sides Pod. When we noticed that, we were like, holy crap. <laughs> So, we thank you if you did find us and follow us, but now the rest of you can because we're telling you the right one. Right Sides Pod on Twitter. Yep. So, we will see you all next week. This has been Right Sides Only Podcast, where if you ain't right, you get left. Boogity, boogity, boogity. No. Amen. No. Stop. No. Stop. I said it. Stop. I said the thing. Stop saying the thing. I did the thing. You said it last week. Buggity, 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 amen. Stop. Buggity, 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 Stop. amen. Stop. Bust the drivers Stop. and use them tonight. Lord, I want to thank you for my smoking hot wife.